With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast with your host, Neil Dunnert. We've a win to talk about, and what a fucking win it is. And I'm not going to apologize for swearing so early in the podcast. If you've got kids that are listening to this, you might want to tell them about the real world that people say swear words from time to time, especially when they're over the moon like I am tonight. What a bloody win. We'd no right to win that. Before we get into it, I want to bring in Paddy. Paddy. As a long-suffering Villa fan yourself, I know we've been texting back and forward over the course of today, and we were both nervous and trepidation. And last night, you actually even texted me. You said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am, I am actually buzzing. Buzzing is not... I, I can't even explain the feeling of being one of those days that everything's gone right because every time we've got a result, something has gone against us, but... I, I couldn't even watch Man City. I had to go out and go for a walk and um, my phone is pinging in my pocket and I'm going, will I look, will I look, will I look? And all of a sudden it's 4-0 and I'm, I'm just buzzing now because I was just thought, okay, everything's gone our way today. What's going to happen in this one? Is there going to be a late one? Is there not? I just, I just, I'm lost for words. Lost for words how happy I am. It's a to see, see sitting in the in 17th place. Yeah, that's all, that's all we wanted. That's all we fucking want on Sunday. <laughs> that's, all, that's all we ever <laughs> wanted from this year. As yeah. any any say yeah. any saying and salient uh, fan this year should really have seen the wood from the trees. All we ever wanted was 17th. When me and you sat here and talked about Dean Smith staying, don't stack sack Dean Smith. It's because all we ever wanted was 17th for this year. Yeah, that's, stability. That, that, like I know we're not there yet. 
that is the one thing in the back of my mind. We're not there yet. We may still need to get a result on Sunday, regardless yes. of whatever. Um, Watford have to go away to Arsenal. It's going to be tough for them. And equally, West Ham have looked really good of late, so it's going to be tough for us. So we just need to match the result at this stage. That's Match or better it, yeah. Yeah. But then again, Bournemouth aren't out of the run in each other, so. Well, no, they're <laughs> not. Absolutely. Technically, they're not out of it. They're not. Uh, goal difference, like, we couldn't. If, if, if you were to rub a, la- a lamp, a genie's lamp today, and the genie was to pop out and you had one wish, your wish would be Man City to win 4-0 and Villa to win 1-0 against Arsenal. Yeah, 100%. It would actually probably have been, look, I know, you can't, I know you're a genie and you can do certain things, but I don't know if you're powerful enough to get Villa to win as well. It would have been probably uh, Watford to win for, or Watford to lose 4-0 and Villa not to concede. And and nil all draw. I I thought nil all draw would have been just over the moon with it. A one nil win. I don't even know where to start with that. You know, it's oh, just so brilliant, absolutely excellent. Um, it's not often that I'm lost for words, but I'm, I'm actually lost for words and just wasn't expecting the level of performance. And let's face it, it's 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 the fucking heart that we had tonight that we've been missing for so long. We saw a bit of it against Everton, but if we have that heart, we're not going to throw this away on Sunday. But Absolutely not. It depends on what team turns up. And Technically, Paddy, West Ham aren't out of it, but they are. Their goal difference is way this. too good. Like they've yeah. got a, they've got a twelve goal goal lead. Like yeah. on, on that, like that's a six goal. That's a uh, they have a fourteen goal lead. So like that's a that's yeah. a seven goal turnaround. You know, that's Watford winning by seven and and West Ham losing by seven. That ain't yeah. going to happen. Unfortunately, no. so West Ham are safe. We have that solitary goal on Watford and Bournemouth. Well, we've that that solitary goal on, on Watford, Watford, and we've that solitary goal and three points on Bournemouth. Now Bournemouth go to Everton, who had a bit of a rally uh, last night as well. So I, I think what we'll do, Paddy, is we'll come back and we'll do the permutations and everything like this yeah. because we can look at it in the cold light of day and see what way it goes. Because there's <laughs> lots of things. If three teams fu- yeah. finish on the same goals, same points, it goes down to head to head. There's loads of different things here that, that that people aren't talking about, and the Sky reporter got it wrong tonight. So we'll we'll come back and we'll chat we'll chat about that. But tonight's game, Paddy, when the team was named, he he and Elmo went off, I suppose, early in the game. I didn't really know what to think. We had we had been we had defended very resolutely, but I had said it uh, on a little video just for those of you guys who maybe <laughs> had never knew what I looked like. I I was so nervous this morning. I woke up at about quarter past six and I just had to walk. I turned into Forrest Gump. Um, if I was if I was fit enough to run, I would have started running. But uh, I just walked with the dog, and I must have walked for about two and a half hours. Just I was really nervous this morning, and and I never get like that before games. And I said, I fuck it, I'll do a video because I was just I had to do something with myself. And I said on the video that <laughs> if we keep Arsenal in front of us and we don't let him get in behind us, which we didn't, we will take them. Now they did make some changes, Paddy. They made six changes. It was either six or four changes, and bringing in Enketia, bringing in Klasnich, bringing in um, Holding, uh, bringing in Torreira, and I think that was it, and Saka as well. Yeah, four. Mm. Yeah, that, was it six? I, I thought it was only four. Anyway, you're probably maybe right. it was four. But they're, they're all they're all big players that they brought in. They're players that have really contributed for them this year, you know. So 
I don't know. Like you don't weaken that team to that level. Like you still had a hundred million pound player in Aubameyang. You still had an eighty billion pound player in Lacazette there. And you brought in a sixty million pound player in Pepe. <laughs> you know, Jesus. Yeah. Like you, when you when you you see people complaining about what we spent compared to what that team is worth, it's uh, it's all know? relative. It's it, all relative. It, As it, I always it, say. Man United, Man United spent tons of money on Morgan Schneiderlin and um, and uh, Angel Di Maria, and they didn't fucking kick a ball for them the first yeah. year that they were there. You know, so you can talk about us. And that's the chance you take. It's, it's all a, it's all a gamble. You know, yeah. we took gam- we took gambles. Some of them paid off. Some of them didn't. And credit where it's due, the man who I've given an awful lot of stick to, you know, he got stuck in the last couple of games and has got goals. Yes, so indeed. Hats off to you, Mr. Trezeguet. Yeah, whatever, uh, whatever you're drinking tonight, I presume he doesn't drink. Um, you're uh, you're entitled to a little blowout, whatever it is. Yeah. So, um, boy, God, he he took that call exceptionally well. Um, again, Connor's delivery. I think we score goals when he's on Bandon the pitch. Beckham, Paddy. The Bandon Beckham. <laughs> It's just it's there's too much evidence there for him not to be called abandoned Beckham. And for any of you who don't know, Bandon is the place in County Cork in Ireland where he comes from. So that's why I'm calling him the Bandon Beckham. I'm I'm getting it to stick. T-shirts will be available on the Monday after <laughs> very soon. If we stay up, there will be Bandon Beckham T-shirts available. I think, they will. I think we got to do it. Well, they will because I'm going to put them out there. I'm going to be selling them. <laughs> I copyright it. Yeah, we'd we'd be on abandoned market for all of August. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, lovely part of the world as well. Lovely part of the world. But like, you looked you looked through the team. There's there was every player you come to. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. There was just a performance after performance. Jack Grealish has his best day since uh, lockdown by far and away. He was great. Samata, even who I've been critical of, he put himself about. Didn't do a whole pile, but by God, he worked harder than he than he ever had. Um, Keenan, when he came on, very unlucky not to get a goal at the end. Midfield, yeah. across the midfield, John McGinn looked as close to himself as he as he has done since lockdown tonight. So, um, you know, hats off to them all. You know, some really good performances. Gilbert, when he came on, I thought he was brilliant. I thought they were frightened yeah. of him. That tackle yeah. he does, that slide from about 15 yards scared yeah. the living shit out of me. There was one corner came in and he was kind of a bit central and he just came out like an absolute missile. I was like, oh no, he's going to give away a penalty. I did. When he came, when he came on, that's the yeah. first thing that went through my mind was, I'm thinking this is a penalty. Yeah, he's going to give away a penalty, should I say. Mm-hmm. But no, he was fantastic. That little fist pump he did when he um, tackled the player and the ball went off and went out for a goal kick. He is, you could never um, kind of, uh, you could never say that he didn't have that kind of that Gallic, uh, that different kind of Gallic kind of will to win that maybe, you know, that, that, that he does have. He, he, he loves this club. Yeah. You can tell a lot of these players love this club. Well, we could tell, my only concern with him was well, he wasn't up to the pace, but he, he quite obviously was. A bit rash, I thought, was probably what, what my concern was. But, you know, his yeah. he's, he's footballing skill, I, I always wanted him to play a bit up further, you know, yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, but look, you know, we've, we've, uh, we've given ourselves more than a fighting chance at this stage. It's ours to throw away. It's ours to throw away, um, exactly. I, th- I think, I think if, we, if we go and get any kind of result out of West Ham, it might be enough. Um, obviously, he want us to go and bloody beat them and give us, 
a bit less of a heart attack than we did tonight. Mm. But when the board went up for four minutes, one half of me is going, thank God it's only four minutes. And the other half of me is going, this is going to be the longest four minutes. How many will they score in four minutes? <laughs> <laughs> That's the other half of you is good. Yeah. yeah. I will, then, I will then, say, I, I, I spoke to about 10 Arsenal fans today because I've got quite a lot of Arsenal fans in my, um, in my, my trust circle of friends. And uh, I had been joking, asking them, listen, does Wenger still have that chef's name that he, um, that, that time that Arsenal needed to beat uh, Spurs before to, to finish above them back in, I think it was about 2005, 2006. And yeah. I said, do you still have his name? You might get him into the, into the Arsenal catering team this year and see what happens. Well, there's, there's one thing I'll tell you about Arsenal fans. They're, they're extremely humble guys. They're sound, um, yeah. When, when the match is on, I put my phone away, as you've probably noticed, and I message at halftime and that's it. Because mm-hmm. uh, some people can be a couple of minutes ahead and you don't want to get caught up in that. But, when I picked up my phone, the match had only been over a couple of seconds and I had a missed call from my uncle who lives in London. He's a, a big Arsenal fan and two messages for, immediately from, from Arsenal fans along with another mo- a few more that came afterwards. So fair play to them. Um, I've, always, I've always been a, a bit of a closet Arsenal fan because of the way they've played football over the years. But uh, fair play to them for uh, giving us that little bit of a leg up today. It was fucking badly needed. But, Absolutely. Um, it makes a change from when Man United beat you and you, you see the, the horrible messages you get. So um, <laughs> it's, nice, it's nice to know if you are still fans. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so let's just, I suppose, delve into the game. Obviously, look, uh, the, the back four were fantastic. Ezri Konza, since he's moved into centre-half, has turned into a very, very, very nice player. Um, I loved the way he gave when Mings gave away the ball at the start of the second half, and uh, and then nearly got in. Um, I loved the way he turned around. He gave him a bit of a clipping. Turned around. And he, yeah. just, he threw the shits up him, which was which was good to see because um, for what, much and all, as we do love Tyrone Mings, and, and I know we we said that probably he was something that if if we had to sell somebody, he maybe was somebody we would sell. But look, that's that's it's completely different context. But it's nice yeah. to see that that. The, the, we have these leaders that aren't afraid to kind of hold people to account because the worst thing you could have is, is you know, an all-encompassing leader. So that was fantastic. I thought he was amazing. Matty Target was brilliant tonight, I thought. So I much went down his well. wing. Yeah. Very good. Absolutely. Excellent. I, um, thought had, I thought he had a measure of everything. He just seemed to be... You know, there was a couple of times where they, they kind of got down the outside and I was a bit worried, but, you know, he was just... And even, even the one he got the yellow card for, I, I was a bit baffled by... Didn't see enough of a replay of it, but he seemed to go down on his knee to stop the ball. And yeah, going, yeah. Like a yellow card and everything for it. I just thought I that thought was that was a penalty as well when it happened. I was just convinced it was going to be a penalty tonight. There was there was <laughs> nothing you could do or say that yeah. was going to make me think that there wouldn't be a penalty tonight. But no, it was. Um, you're just you're just passing on the uh, the look that we've had in the past, and that's what's yeah. what's creep, creeping into your way. I think. I think it was also the four nil today, the the city four nil. That I thought like that, like Carlsberg don't do uh, starts to a game, and then you have this four nil, which was what we need. It's it's yeah. like when you're it's like as if you're playing a game of poker and you've got two aces, and next thing the first two cards out are aces, and you're going, this is fantastic. Like <laughs> you know, now I can just sit back and see what comes to me. And and hope that there isn't some sort of a flush that can beat me on on the table. You know, something outrageous will beat you. And that's kind of the way I was when we were up four 0 I was saying everything from here is a bonus. 
because when they had won four nil, I knew that it was still going to we were still going to go to the last day because of the four nil, provided we didn't get absolutely spanked tonight. And it, as it turned out, we didn't. And I actually thought that we would keep, kind of keep the game. I was thought we'd keep the game close. I didn't think we would hold them to nil, but by God, am I delighted that we did. So good. Such Absolutely. a good feeling. The, the, the feeling is, uh, is amazing. Um, we've, we've suffered long and hard enough not to enjoy it, but we don't get much time in the turnaround. We've got to deal with it again on Sunday. Yeah. But uh, we've, just, we've just given ourselves so much hope, and I just really hope we don't do it the hard way on Sunday. I just hope we go out, get an early goal, put ourselves in a good position, and, and push on and get the three yeah. points. Yeah, and, no, like, and, the, and as as good as we feel now, um, I think is it is it James Mahan in the group that we have the the Irish groups? It's the hope that kills you. That's literally, yeah. I'm sure he is that tattooed somewhere. Yeah. Just like uh, there was a time when I ha- I would have had we are going to beat insert team here. I used to kind of my optimism used to rise people inside that group, but uh, it's the hope that kills you, and it kind of is because no matter how high we're feeling now, it's eleven o'clock, it's ten past eleven at night, and we're here doing a podcast and. You know, the high that we're feeling now, the low yeah. will be three times as bad on, on Sunday if we go away and shit down the well, side of our well, leg. That's the you thing. Know? We're, we're, we're five days away from what could be relegation. Destiny. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of hard work from the players and a lot of, uh, a lot of hope that... Like, the worst case scenario is <laughs> that Watford win by more goals than us, which is just hard to fathom. But... I think I think Arsenal might have enough for them. I really do. That's I think they're rested. They're rested players tonight. Like you don't want to have a two week break going into the FA Cup final. Like there's no, especially with the fact that they've had a six. Or they had a, a hundred day break previous to this. Like you hear Jack after the after the match tonight. He said he doesn't feel like he's been fit since since he's come back from lockdown. You can't mm-hmm. take the risk of people having two weeks off and going into the FA Cup final against Chelsea. And it, it's their only route to to um, to Europe, Europe. now. They can't they can't get into Europe. Yeah. So I know, like people well, they're, say, they're oh, true they anyway, though, aren't they? They're true anyway because Chelsea will get Champions League or Europa League. So that should yeah, maybe so. I, I don't know. Like, could well, be wrong. I don't know. We didn't get through for finishing second in the league, in the league cup. So uh, yeah, I think the league cup is a lesser. Uh, it probably doesn't have the the coefficient yeah, they, or whatever it's called. They can't uh, they can't qualify for Europe through the league now anyway, and they can't catch Spurs, so they don't have an awful lot to play for. So that that's a worrying thing when when they've got to play Watford, who are fighting for their lives. Albeit Watford looked really toothless today against a good football inside. I think if they go into a battle with Watford, Watford could come out with something. But uh, we'll get on to that later in the week, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll just enjoy this result for now. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Funnily enough, uh, I happened to be at the game the last time we beat Arsenal at Villa Park. And Santa and Claus. I, did, I think it was just too good of a, a, a... When I say too good, it was obviously horrific for um, Nigel Rogoff, who, uh, for those who don't know, was uh, Santa Claus yeah. coming in. Uh, one of Santa Claus's helpers came in on the, the parachute um, a week before Christmas in 1998, when we were, I think we were second in the league. Good uh, we were 2-0 yeah. down, down to Arsenal at halftime. Um, the match was delayed probably by about half an hour, 20 minutes, half an hour, the second half. From my recollection, Arsenal came out and went back in. 
um, we came out firing on all cylinders, came back from 2-0 down to beat them 3-2 to go top of the league at Christmas. Um, I made my flight by about 30 seconds, I'd say. The woman was literally changing Dublin <laughs> to Malaga. <laughs> well, and I was, I'd say, and I'd say the amount of liquor you consumed, you would have got to Malaga <laughs> as well. I'd say. But in my mind, I was going, oh, have I missed this flight? Would it be the worst thing in the world to spend another night? <laughs> Birmingham on the piss, but anyway, it was uh, it all turned out for the best. But it's hard, it's hard to believe we haven't beaten Arsenal at Villa Park since 1998. Well, we have now, yeah. I just I just hate the fact that I'm showing my age even more that I went to Birmingham on my own without my parents in 1998. <laughs> <laughs> well, 1998, I remember going into school after uh, I think it was our last day in school. Uh, ah, come on now, don't, don't rub Christmas it in now. <laughs> I was in transition year, so I would have been in, in fourth uh, in yeah, in fourth year, I think it was. No, 98, I was in second year in school, so it was just after going into, into secondary school. Yeah, and I remember I went in and all the guys were slagging me saying that we killed Santa Claus. Um, and that's what my abiding memory. But we had jo- Julian Georgium and Dion Dublin. And do you know what the classiest thing ever is? Just after popping up my phone there, I put up some footage of the game and I tagged Dion Dublin asking him if he had his boots for tonight because we'd need him. He's just liked it. So, Dion, <laughs> thank you, you very much because I know you're listening to the pod. I know you're listening to the pod. Um, Jesus, it feels great. It feels great to have this uh, this feeling about it. It gives me that that kind of... Uh, I, I have this kind of... Fe- the same feeling that I have that I had after the... Um, after the playoff semi-final last year, I have the same kind of feeling that I had after the playoff semi-final year before. And as Dean yeah. Smith said, this was our playoff semi-final. You know, this is leg number two of the yeah. semi-final. We now have a playoff final. So um, the only thing is we can't be cautious. We can't go out there, as you said, play for a draw and, and hope we go to penalties because that option isn't there. Um, while we do have the, the upper hand, uh, it can be snatched away very, very easily. And I, and I hope and I pray that... Uh, that, that we can do this on, on Sunday and we will be back with a reaction or with a, a, a preview part of, of that game um, last game of the season away to West Ham and we'll come back with all the permutations and, and get the calculators and abacuses and uh, newer physics uh, scientists out and we we'll look like at it that. a bit more rationally than we are now <laughs> exactly yeah absolutely exactly because the, the serotonin levels are high now and, uh, and, and I suppose we'll, we'll probably look back and go eh, yeah by the way we lost this amount of possession we lost that amount of possession or whatever but no listen there's no one going to rain our parade tonight we've got we're, we're there we're in with a shout Four four weeks ago, after the United game, I don't think anybody would have thought this was possible. Um, and, and we're here. And I'd like to say that I've been pretty positive. I've been Mr. Positive the whole way through. And I'm not, nothing's going to take me down from this. If we stay up this year, it would be one of the biggest results in this club's history. Um, I know that might sound in the moment and it might sound a small bit hyperbolic, but it, it, it will be the way that the world has gone and the way the footballing world has gone the last six, seven, ten years, we haven't stayed up with it. And if we stay up in the league this year, we can start to kind of roll up our sleeves and play ball with the big boys financially, um more financially, and if we stay up for three years in a row, the world's our oyster because the financial fair play really kicks in then. So this is worth uh, an awful lot to us to stay up. But as I say, we, we will be back. We will talk more about you know, all the permutations that are involved. We will talk about uh, what we think the setup will be for Dean Smith and uh, 
we might even get a priest on and say a couple of decades of the rosary or something like that, just to, just to make sure we keep everybody in order, um, <laughs> you know, beforehand. And, uh, and, and that'd be pretty cool as well. Um, we, should have, we should have got Father Ted yesterday, being the 20th of July. Yeah. <laughs> what is the 20th of July? What was happening on the 20th of July? <laughs> so guys that's going to do it for tonight it's a really late one but um i hope all of you are enjoying it as much as we did uh enjoy the game should i say as much as we did tonight we're still in it enjoying the next few days um you know what wouldn't it be great if we were to send positive messages throughout towards the players towards the team all the way through this week make it a real kind of a parish effort a colloquial like almost a local effort birmingham villa aston b6 against the world no one gave us a shitter's chances staying up and we absolutely have it back in our own hands again and we're not going to let this go um this this look as I say this is all going to play out over the next few days and and, and I for one am absolutely delighted to sit down on Sunday and hopefully see our team retain our Premier League status. So as I say, you can listen to you can find Paddy on at Villa Paddy. You can find me on at Love McGrath Pod. And thank you to the fifty or so uh, new followers that I had today. Mad to see what putting up a video on Twitter can do, but apparently fifty people decided that because they could see my face. But look, I, it's amazing. I, I reckon I, it was. I reckon it was fifty women that love your beard. Yeah, yeah but that, it, it's that beard isn't blonde. That beard is grey. That's thirty-five <laughs> years of hardship in that beard. I'll tell you. Um, but <laughs> but uh, thanks to everybody who followed. Thanks to everybody who will follow, and thanks to everybody who's followed since day one. It's like we're just doing this for a bit of crack, and I, I can't get over how many um, how many people listen to the podcast. Like we were number fifty in soccer podcasts in Ireland here, and I, I know that mightn't sound like a lot, but it is. Uh, it's a lot to us, and and uh, you know, thanks to everybody for everything you do. Um, the pod's only going to go from strength to strength. If we stay up in the Premier League you'll be sick of hearing from us over the summer because we'd be so giddy like kids that uh, we'll report on fucking everything. Don't you worry about it. Um, so that's basically it. If you could like and share the podcast as much as you're physically able to do, that would be fantastic too. Uh, we'll be back with you probably Friday night with another podcast, or maybe early Saturday morning or something like that. And all that's left to say is enjoy your night. Hold your loved ones. Tell them you love them. But tell them you love them after you love Aston Villa because you don't want to tell them lies either. And all that's left to say is up the Villa. Up the Villa. Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.